Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 234 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And as always, I am your other host, Andy. Welcome back to another game-tastic episode of What a Beautiful Podcast, <laughs> the only show on the internet that talks about comic books. How you doing, Jack? I'm doing great. I'm thinking about comics. I'm thinking about gaming. Uh, we're <laughs> You, you want to talk about games? I mean, about I, games? I mean, I need to talk about game. I know, I know. I figured this would be, like, <laughs> the slowest E3 takes of all time. I have no E3, E3 takes other than that everybody that says Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins is stupid, is an idiot, and wrong. It is the funniest thing I've seen in years, and the game is genuinely awesome. <laughs> it, like, why did people... Because I, 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 I understand looking at Jack, which is, yeah. one, very funny. Um, and he's wearing like H and M. That, but that's funny. That why is that bad? Right. Like, that's my that's... thing. Is that people take this shit? I mean, obviously, I, I'm like a, I'm like a broken record with this stuff. People take this mm. shit so seriously. They see, they see the, they see Jack. They see the whole edgy FF1 thing and say, Oh, Nomura, fuck you. Uh, you're fuck ru- you, guy. Ruining this. And I see it and I say, regardless of intention. That's fucking hysterical. That is so funny that this is a, like I saw a meme that was like the like art from that like put over a PS2 box and it's like yeah, yeah it works. dude yeah this would absolutely be a fucking PS2 game. This is Dirge of Cerberus. Yeah, but but it's beautiful and also it's like a Team Ninja action game, so like it's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's Final Team Fantasy Neo is basically what it is. Like it, it's and a, that's. Great. It has the job system from Final Fantasy with Neo gameplay, like, and you're going to kill Chaos in the fucking Shrine of Chaos. chaos. And I, I think it's great, personally. <laughs> yeah, as, like, someone who spent a lot of time playing Neo 2, if you bolt that, uh, like, action combat onto another game... It turns out it's really good. And also, the whole thing is that they haven't said anything yet, but the whole thing is like definitely going to end up being some kind of isekai thing. Really? You, that's, that's my that's theory your, uh... about why the party just looks like a bunch of guys. Like like just a couple of, <laughs> couple of friends just picked off the street? Yeah, like, like huh. isekai into FF1 worlds. That's just kind of my I- idea. I can't explain it any other way. I mean, FF1 world is just, like, take any generic isekai. So, like... Yeah. I don't I don't see why not. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, a lot of old RPGs were isekais. Dragon Quest Three. Yeah. Was an isekai. When you were playing through those, yeah. Yep. That oh, blew my fucking mind when I got <laughs> to that plot like... twist. Like... <laughs> you, your guy came from the real world. No, like, yeah, you play through most of Dragon Quest Three in the real world, and then you go to Dragon Quest One world, and, oh. like, that's the whole thing, is that the Dragon Quest Three hero gets isekai into the Dragon Quest One world, and he becomes Erdrick, whose descendant is the protagonist of Dragon Quest One. Oh, right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. It's this circular. Yep. God. Yeah, yeah. That, that's cool. So, like, it's but... not even that out of, uh... <laughs> out of left field <laughs> no there's precedent there but but that's um, not even the point because i don't even care if it's like i'm not even gonna sit here and try to argue that it like no it's good actually like no i'm here to argue that it's it's fucking funny as hell and i think it's great <laughs> it like they gave him a lot of money and a lot of people to make something like conceptually dumb mm-hmm. but like really cool and sometimes you don't need something that takes itself that seriously it's just like yeah and everybody that played the demo is just like oh man this might actually be pretty good yeah (laughs) how's that knee-jerk reaction treating you guys yeah exactly so attention gamers lighten the fuck up (laughs) yeah games are fun you don't have to like live and die by there is so so many many good memes about about this and the fact that you can tell me that that means it's bad like Mm. i have been endlessly entertained by the existence of strangers of paradise whatever fuck that (laughs) means final fantasy origin like come on but 
that's not even the most important thing because you oh, watched yeah, the been, Nintendo Direct, Jack, right? I I sure did, and I and I was communicating with you during it, uh-huh. and like, uh, uh, let me let me introduce this one because like when Metroid Dread came up on the screen, Andy popped like a fucking supernova. <laughs> Listen, it was even before that because the trailer started out with just the text that said Metroid 5 and when I mm-hmm. saw that I almost had a fucking heart attack because <laughs> let me put this let me put this in perspective for you yes. Metroid 4 was also known as Metroid Fusion is its official mm-hmm. title that came out I was 12 years yeah. old when yeah. Metroid Fusion I'll... came out I am 29 the next sequential mainline Metroid game, night like nineteen years, no, seventeen no, years. So later. maybe maybe I, I got it wrong. I'm probably younger. Whenever whenever it's nineteen years, they keep saying. So I was yeah, ten. Like two thousand two, two thousand three. Yeah. yeah, like, and Metroid Fusion was the first Metroid game I ever played. Yeah, I I that was like one of the first games I got for my uh, Game Boy Advance because I got like I got that. And then I think I got Metroid Prime. That like I got. Oh yeah, I got both they, of them. Yeah, because they came they out both, on the same day, right? They came like, out on the same day. Yeah, it was like a whole can, thing. And can like, you imagine something like that happening now? <laughs> like, well, no. And also, so like that already fucked me up because I couldn't believe that they were finally continuing the story. Mm-hmm. But also, that it's called Metroid Dread, which yeah. has so much baggage. All right, so I think every yeah everybody should know about this if you're extremely online like us. But if you're blessed and you're not, I'll tell you all Mm. about it. Uh, Metroid Dread has been a rumor for 15 years. Yeah, it was rumored to be a Nintendo DS game. Oh, and um, Yoshio Sakamoto, if I'm saying and remembering his name correctly, the director of the Metroid series, said Mm. on Nintendo's stream after the Direct that it was always true. They always (laughs) conceptually had the idea for Metroid Dread going all the way back then. And it was always going to be the sequel to Metroid Fusion. And, oh my god, dude, I'm going to die. I I am I am so excited. Uh, over the last two days, I played through Super Metroid again for like the hundredth time. <laughs> Game still sings, right? Deer Force. Deer Force. <laughs> Produced by Deer Force. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't was know. Deer, For- Deer okay. Force is just like whatever team, like was like a nickname for one of the teams in Nintendo that worked on Super Metroid, and that game slaps my fucking nuts off still. I played that game so many times, and it's still challenging, and it's still amazing after all of these years. <laughs> but I, I'm just doors. I'm just in disbelief, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nintendo fucking brought it. <laughs> like, and that doesn't even take away from all the other shit they had at that direct, like, um, that new Wario Mario, what the WarioWare, that new Mario Party looks great. Um, yeah. Online Zelda Mario shit. Party? Yeah. Oh. Uh, what else? They started it off with fucking Kazuya from Tekken and Smash Bros. That trailer was hysterical with him yeah. throwing everybody off the cliff. <laughs> just one by one, and Kirby <laughs> just floats off. It's like, oh. I, were you looking at the TL? Like, what What was the reaction to Kazuya? Were people just pissed, or what was, what was well, that about? Yeah, I mean, you know, the fighting game marks were stoked. And the mm-hmm. usual Nintendo fans were just pissed it wasn't fucking Scrimblo Bimblo or something. I was about to say. Yeah, or <laughs> some fucking platformer mascot that nobody remembers. Or Genos. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or Geno. I mean, that's Geno. how that's how every Smash reveal goes, though, so. Yeah, it, it's kind of it's like you know you're going to get a show because it absolutely will not be the p- person, like, people want or, like, are screaming about, and it's going to be something, like, considered and neat. Yeah. Like, Sakurai knows what he's doing. Right. He's like, fucking, shut up. <laughs> and also, Katya is cool as fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, he's got that devil mode. He's got it, like, all of all... his combo moves, like, from Tekken, like, all those elaborate combos 
mm -hmm. that Tekken's famous for. You just do them in Smash. Like, that's cool as hell. Fuck y'all. it in. And, like, I'm not even, like, that hyped about it. I just saw it, and I was like, wow, that's really cool. And then the trailer is really funny and endearing. So, like... Yeah. They know... N Nintendo, above all these other companies, know how to make, like, a presentation about games. Right. Like... And this goes back to... And you know what? Honestly, it's the same complaint that I'm yelling about people, like, being, like, talking shit about Stranger of Paradise. It's just, like, lighten the fuck up, dude. <laughs> like, I... Andy, I seriously have, like, 300 games in my Steam library. Like, there are, like, there are so many games out there mm -hmm. that if you spend, like, a, like, brain power on getting mad about one of them, like, you're wasting your time. Mm -hmm. And, There's like, the other thing is that I don't understand is that, like, 50% of the entire Smash roster is all fucking Scrimblo Bimblo. Mm-hmm. Right? It's all, like, someone Scrimblo Brimblo. Right. Like, so, like, when people get mad of... about characters like Sephiroth and Pyra and Mithra, like, what are these fucking anime fucking bullshit in, in Smash Bros? Like, I don't know, dude, because they're popular games. Yeah, <laughs> and you, you and... have Steve from Minecraft. <laughs> I was playing it the other day, and just, uh, with I had some friends visiting, and we were playing it, and just we were cracking up about... Steve, when Steve, what do you pick him? <laughs> and I, I, I fundamentally do not understand how you're supposed to play that character at all. It's I like, of all the Smash characters, I tried playing him, and it was like, what do I even do? <laughs> Which is weird because every Smash character you can usually just like figure it out, like all the moves, like share like archetypes with other characters. Mm -hmm. But Steve is like. I'm pressing buttons, but nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah, like, you need to rewire your brain to play Steve, I think. Which is, like, I almost makes me want to say that that makes it kind of shitty, because every other Smash character is pretty pick-up-and-playable. Pick yeah. Eh, it, it's, it's for the kids. It's it, fine. The kid, it probably makes a lot of sense to the kids, doesn't it? I'm just old, man. <laughs> we're, we're pushing 30. It's like... <laughs> We don't need to see Minecraft and Smash Brothers. <laughs> so it's, it's okay. It's not for us. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of Boomer Age, do we have to talk about this new Jajolian chapter? <laughs> yeah. Like, the... So, this Jajolian chapter came out about a week ago from when we were recording. We both read it, and we had, like, a very strong reaction to it initially. Uh-huh. Um, and... Uh, I'm gonna throw out some words here, like disappointment, um, apathy. Apathy is a good one. A letdown. Um, it's it's sort of an ending, but it's not the ending that we were expecting. Um, it. What? What do you? What else do you want to say at the top before we get into it? Because it's like I, I don't want to color it too much. I just want to say that. Um, I hate the fact that the last several years of me and Jack making hyperbolic complaints about Jajolian have mostly been proven true. It That's the shitty part. upsets me deeply, because I really wanted to be wrong. Like, really, really wanted to be wrong. And I'm not about to say that, because it, it's not over yet. It will be over very soon. Uh, but I don't know what the last couple chapters are going to be like, so I don't want to jump the gun. But uh, let's uh, let's do our usual uh, very academic read-through of this chapter, yeah. and we'll talk more <laughs> at the end. Uh, so, like, good starting thing is that uh, Yasuo power posing on the cover here is awesome. Yeah, she's because great. throughout everything, Yasuo remains the best character in Jajolian. In the sense, really... in the sense that she had an arc, and um, did stuff like learned things, and uh... oh, <laughs> this is gonna, this is gonna be the salt factory of podcast episodes. Oh my god! And yeah, uh, I, I'm. I, I also want to throw out on the top that none of this is to disparage Rocky as a creator. He has mm -mm. proven himself many times over and deserves to rest. Yeah, and I easily. Yeah, so none of this is a reflection of Iraqi as a creator, just a reflection of the direction that this particular story has gone. 
and I have, like, I have my wild what if in the back of my head for when we get to the end of this chapter, and I'm just going to hold on to it. It's just, um, unfortunately, I just feel like we can't theorize anymore. Like, what's the point? Because, like, this chapter decimated every single, like, idea that people had in their heads about how Jajolian was going to end. And yeah. most people didn't think it was going to end this soon, is the other thing. Like, I never would have said it was going to end this year. But it, like, 100% is now. I... Because it's the 10-year... It, it's been going for 10 years. This is the yeah. longest a, or a JoJo part has been going on, right? Yeah. And I, it, I imagine that people that go back and reread this might have different opinions about how this all shaked out. Mm -hmm. Like, people that didn't wait month to month on this might feel differently. But, like, man. All right, let's let's just get into it. So, uh, yeah. this chapter, chapter 108, The Last Calamity. And we top off with the chapter, the cover page. This is a story about breaking a curse, uh, echoing uh, one of the first chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, Higashikata Kato's attack. Tsurugi! Right, where and... we last left off, uh, Kato um, used the rock kaka on uh, herself and Toru. I mean, no, Tsurugi and Toru. Tsurugi right? and Toru. She had Tsurugi stored in space trucking. Mm-hmm. Um, great still a great stand nothing yep. can change it space trucking isn't a great stand uh we get a lot of establishing shots of the higashikata estate um after the airplane door just ripped through it mm -hmm. and these are very well drawn pictures of house devastation uh we have mitsuba like sprawled out on the ground in front of an unrecognizable jobin's corpse right that's jobin yep. in there yeah that's jobin's corpse yep yeah like if God, if Jobin comes back to life, I'm going to be pissed because he died very hard. Uh-huh. But also, like, the time scaling going on here still confuses the shit about shit out of me. Like, how much time has actually passed since Toru got... I mean, when Jobin got fucked up. Like, how much time has passed since Norisuke got fucked minutes, up? Minutes. Minutes. Yeah. Like, it's it's making my brain hurt. But uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so um, Toru is realizing what's happening. Uh, were you voicing Toru? Uh, yeah, I was voicing Tori. Right, I guess I'll take, uh, uh Kato here. Yeah. Um, because <gasps> the... Oh, what did you say? Uh, equivalent exchange is happening right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tsurugi is attached to, uh, Toru, and, like, the weird spider veins are happening on both of them. Yep. Um, yeah. Ah, <gasps> Tsurugi! Oh, what? <laughs> oh, oh. The equivalent exchange. Which way will it go between you and Sarugi? Will the illness come to this side? The, the one that ate the new Rakakaka fruit was me. <sighs> ah! And Toru notices Yasuho behind uh, one of the cars in the garage. Uh, also, Joshi was still just yeah, he's blitzed. He's, yeah, he's fucked up. And we see in space trucking was the chunk of the Rakakaka that Kato took. So she had some of it this whole time. Which I don't understand how we didn't notice that. <laughs> this big uh, the, pie slice out of it. <laughs> the way, because Paper Moon King was disguising it at one point. I don't True. think we saw the plant uh, in the meantime of Kato taking right. the chunk. Paper Moon King is such a fucking mess. Mm -hmm. What is Paper Moon Kinged and what isn't has been a consistent problem <laughs> this entire arc. And I feel like it's finally come to a head. Like, Paper Moon King is a stand with hysteric abilities. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The potted plant had already been broken to pieces. I just put the grafted new Rakakaka branch between my space trucking's cards and smashed it into pulpy tree sap. And we've seen that that sap has the same effect as the Rakakaka fruit. Mm -hmm. Everybody has missed this detail. No one thought like, hey, if the fruit does this thing, what about the other plant parts? Nah, nah, nah just nah, the fruit. Nah, nah. Just the fruit. We can't sell sap. Um, yeah, the sap is dripping out from the stack of cards into Sarugi's mouth. Uh, oh! Toru <laughs> breaks up. 
Kato-san. The equivalent exchange. I never thought you would pull an attack like this on me. Fucking head doctor goes in for a fucking, uh, <laughs> like a like fucking choke, choke hold. <laughs> yeah. How dare you do this to me? Do you really think you're going to get away with this? I think she will as the head doctor's head explodes. Like, following the trend of uh, head injuries to final bosses in JoJo. Mm -hmm. Like, I, this whole sequence, whenever this is animated in, like, 2030, like, is going to look great. Oh, yeah. And part of Toru's head explodes. And uh, Kato gets a power stance while um, Wonder of You is exploding. And we see uh, Sarugi healing. Yeah, the cracks on Surugi's face are going away. Stop this, Higashikata Kato. Get, get Surugi's arm off of me. Do you understand what you're doing? The new Rakakaka branch is a natural law of this world that came about on this land from the series of overlapping coincidences of the walleye faults from the earthquake, put one in the jar, Kira Yoshikagi's death and stand abilities. That plant will never again appear on this earth. Search any of the southern islands, you'll never find one. It is divine providence that has appeared for the sake of life on earth. This perfect plant will be gone forever. Stop this. Stop destroying all the branches. I will give this one thing. I, I think it is very cool uh, how much has happened because of uh, because of um, Joseph Fumi uh, doing what he did to help out his friend. Mm -hmm. And it was such a small act, and it has spiraled into this whole fucking catastrophe. Yeah, the whole thing. Like, yep. before Joseph Fumi, the rock people were just importing the regular Rakakaka and selling it on. And, like, God. There, there is a good story here. Uh-huh. All right. Shh. You will take all of Sarugi's illness, and then I will shoulder this sin. Drip, drip, drip. Don't do this. Y yasuho John, please, you have to stop her. She's mistaken. Yasuho, it's like, mm-mm. Please help me, yasuho John. I don't want to die. You're the only one that can save me. Please. We've been friends ever since you were a child, haven't we? Age turn. Mm -hmm. Yasuho, stop this goddamn bitch already! God damn it! And with that, uh, Torukun finally, finally fucking dies. Oh, he shatters like Damo did um, mm -hmm. from going from where he was hit with the uh, the Rakakaka. It splits apart into dust. We see his eyes roll back, like he scatters into the wind. And Sarugi wakes up and embraces Kato as uh, Toru experiences his last moments on Earth as he reaches out to the sky. And he sees in an instant uh, the image of a wasp come to land on his hand. I just thought I saw a hornet. A hornet. And it's gone. Oh, I see. It was a memory of mine. He's gone. In his last moments, he was trying... To, he he saw, like, his mother for an instant, but it was just a hornet, and... You know, uh, really inconsistent theming about motherhood in this part. <laughs> yeah, like, Toru has been about memory. Like, that has been one of his things. Like, collecting memory. Memory is the most valuable thing to him. And the fact that at the end of his life, um, he all he has is a memory of, like, a, a hornet. Anyway, uh, Turns to he's going to talk for the first time in maybe two years. Oh, yeah. There he goes. G Grandma. Huh? And back to Kato. I can hear a siren from far off. A fire truck. An ambulance is coming. Oh, hey, hey, Dyer. Mom! Ah! Your side! Where was it now? Oh, yes. When I went to crush the branch that was an attack from me, this is a calamity. This saw... This saw he was holding before. 
it pressed it along the, his left hand between my cards. And, and, and uh, Kato has a giant fucking handsaw impaled mm-hmm. in her side. Yeah, this is like an eight-inch saw. Just like I'm surprised it's not coming out the other side. Mm-hmm. And she falls and to the ground and dies. Collapses. Yeah, we we see the the key. I've learned that the key Jojo like Jojo dying thing is like when their eyes like haze over. Mm-hmm. That that's the thing, and Kato, that happens to Kato. Uh, the last thing she thinks of is of her entire family. Interesting like, that Josuke is included in that. Yeah, that's a that is a character shift that we never got to explore. Yeah, I did <laughs> like I didn't read didn't get that on the first read, but yeah, he's there. Mm-hmm. And like it's like her first introduction, she hated his guts. Yeah, did not like him. Mm-hmm. But thinks back on him fondly. Um, also, Joshu, I love the tiny little hand that Araki drew for on his right yeah. side. <laughs> like, does not even get to see his mom pass away. Mm-hmm. Mom! And then, uh, this is Tyler. where uh, my heart sank a little bit. Because we have a... Yeah, go for Back it. Back to Yasuho narration for the first time in a very long time. Jajolian, this is a story about breaking a curse. There are things that exist in this world that the eyes cannot see. In Jijolian, that is the shape of a person's heart. The prices the Higashikana family had to pay and the sacrifices they had to make were far too large and cruel. That could be seen from in the form of the eldest son collapsed in the passageway between the house and the garage, and in the form of the crying family members, one that hadn't seen her mother since she was a little girl couldn't forgive her for everything that she'd done and got upset one that acted out of selfish desire and was injured and one that had a secret until a little er- little while earlier and now just lost her husband jobin is definitely dead yeah jobin gone yeah in this garage where that family had gathered what do you think what do you think one could see when he looked at the new rakakaka plant that had broken to pieces and was lost forever and at the Higashikata estate that had been destroyed by a broken-off part of a plane, and at the debris among the playing cards scattered on the floor, what you could you see? It was not despair. To me, Hirose Yasuho, it looked like hope. The family all acted in the name of hope. After having fallen down in the hallway because of the calamity, after everything that had ended, the members of the Higashikata family moved further into the back of the garage. That was all for the sake of hope. In the smooth, shiny skin of the eldest son's cheek, the hope of the Gashikata family was vis- visible. Because in that moment, the curse was broken. And Sarui goes to open the body bag with Norske in it. Yeah. The burn on the blood vessels in Grandpa's neck is really minor. It wasn't deep at all. It's all okay now. Uh, yeah, here here's where the time thing comes into play because like, how long has Norske been out? Like, is he like? Because this implies he's not dead. He yeah. like Jobin just like knocked him out. Could not kill his father. Mm-hmm. The wound that his standability made, Dad. He he definitely held back. I'm sure, Grandpa. He definitely knows that. And the ambulance is here, and the and <laughs> Joshu is loaded up there. Um. As everyone's around Norske's body bag, uh, what appears under the uh, Higashikata car? Somehow, you know, stand rules be damned. Uh, I mean, I guess it's not the first time we've seen a stand after the user perished, but it was always in very specific situations. (laughs) Yeah, there's always notorious B.I.G. lurking back there. Yeah, Like, it's happened. Wonder if you is still here and crawls into Norske. Yeah, cr- like, Yasuho, like, does a double take, and it's gone. And then she sees Wonder of You's hand in the body bag and just quickly shuffle away. What? Are you kidding me? What was that? That just now, it couldn't. No way! That looked like the head doctor just now. It looked like it snuck from below the car into Norsuke-san's sheet. She rips it open. Uh, big sis? It... It's not here. Yeah. Yeah, of course not. I mean, the user, Torukut, is gone. 
I saw him turn to dust. And, and the, something starts happening to Norisuke. His blood vessels start to boil. And out of his mouth comes a hand. Yeah, this... Because <laughs> this is a... There was like a horror movie that just had this in it. Like a hand coming out of someone's mouth. Like, Rocky watches movies. Yeah, he's seen movies. Oh, what's happening to Grandpa? Is this... Oh, Grandpa just took a sudden turn for the worse. Hurry. Oh, please, get him treatment for the burn on his neck. This, oh, God. Yeah, this is gross. Ugh. This can't be. There's no way this is happening. That was the head doctor just now. The, the form of the head doctor is calamity energy. A natural law of calamity. Even without a user to control it, will the head doctor still not disappear? The calamity is still going. Or rather, the laws of calamity are just things that exist in this world that can never go away. And Wonder Review was just an ability that allowed Toro to use that for his own ends. Okay, what do you think of that? Because that? that was a lot. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of what we always figured Wonder Review actually was. Like, just manipulating something that already existed. Yeah, like, a good analogy I saw was, like, Toru weaponized a natural force, and once he died, it was like the trigger was still pulled mm-hmm. on this gun, and Wonder Review is just firing indiscriminately on, like, whatever. Yeah, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like how if you kill a lobster, its nervous system still fires a little bit. Mm-hmm. That yeah, kind of just, thing. It's like, uh, it, it's doing death throws. Yeah. Ha! <sighs> the head doctor has gone inside Norisuke-san's body! And then, yeah. out of nowhere, who should appear? But, <laughs> uh, go beyond Josuke. Uh, it, what I was seeing, it's assumed Josuke came in on the ambulance, because yeah. the ambulance came from TG University Hospital. That's fine. Yasuho-chan, could you clear the area from right around Norsuke-san? I can't control it perfectly. It's an invisible spin, after all. I can aim it approximately, so stand away from me. Josuke! Here goes, soft and wet. Go beyond. Ora ora! And we see the invisible spin that can break through the dimensional barriers um, of all things erupt out of Josuke's shoulder into Norisuke's body. Um, and Wonder of You explodes like a devil that's been possessing him and just crumbles into dust. And that's it. <laughs> the calamity blasted to bits. No... No hiatus. Yeah, no Ara- hiatus, so that's good news. Araki is, like, ready to go on this. But, um, yeah, so there's yeah. quite a bit to break down there, huh? Yeah, so... Alright, so I think I want to start with go the for flash it. forward. Maybe yeah. the single worst thing that ever happened to Jijolian was that flash forward. It set up a lot. Nothing makes sense. Because that flash forward, the house was fine, all the kids were fine, like, everybody was just hanging out, nobody knew what was going on, and frankly, I do not accept the Paper Moon King did it excuse anymore. I'm Mm -mm. really tired of hearing about Paper Moon King. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm I'm trying to uh, pull up the chapter. Because uh, chapter 83, the one we've referenced probably more than any other chapter in all of JoJo, mm-hmm. like the flash forward uh, one. But yeah, it it set up so much like this it, like bizarre scenario. And we were waiting and waiting and waiting for it to happen. And like, and like how do we get it? there now? <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I don't like assuming that he just said fuck it but like I mean I guess everything we're going to talk about today hinges on the idea that this was the climax of Jajolian and that it will be ending in the next couple months if that's wrong then I don't know anymore dude but that that so just keep that in mind anything we discuss hinges on this being the end because yeah not being like a paper moon king like mass hallucination 
Right, because that uh, title drop that we got uh, kind of broke me a little bit. <laughs> like, almost like the end of a Twilight Zone episode, you know? Yeah, just like all quiet. <laughs> William Shatner just feeding coins into a fucking devil slot machine. Just like, yeah, and then? And then? Come on, what what happens next? Oh, nothing? Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, Toru just fucking dies after how many years? Two, two whole years of endless calamity. After uh, being introduced, like, at the very end. And just the fact that people, up until this chapter, were still arguing that Toru isn't the main villain of Jojo, of Jojolian, myself included. Mm-hmm. That has to show that something was wrong for a while, right? Yeah, it, it didn't have a direction. It like, hasn't had, like, a real direction since Demo. Right, and, like, I, I've, I'll be the first to say, because I, I always felt very strongly about this, that JoJo doesn't necessarily need a main villain. No. But the problem is, is that it seems like we've been saying that for so long, but clearly the story considered Toru the final boss. And, like, now that he's dead... Oh, life can go on, but like, but like, can it? <laughs> like, no, nothing like, is resolved. The the new Lakakaka is gone. Like, yeah. any hope of using it to save Holly gone. Like, are are they gonna treat Holly some other way? Like. And like, I don't even just want to start ranting about how all these like connections to Steel Ball Run I was hoping there'd be. But I I also feel like like bringing back the whole spin thing was kind of asking for that. And I guess I was just hoping that that would have any sort of meaningful connection. Like, same thing with the whole thing that, like, I'm still convinced that the Rakakaka exists because of the Holy Corpse and because of, of Johnny. Yeah, like... That's, like, the only logical conclusion that I could come to on that because... Especially with Tori here saying that it, it was like divine intervention. What does that mean? Right. Like unless that it, sounds it, like it devil's palm shit. Unless it literally means that it exists because of Jesus Christ, like, which sounds crazy, but Steel Ball Run happens, so nothing is crazy. Nothing is off the table. And everything that happened in this part is a direct consequence of everything that happened in Steel Ball Run. Mm-hmm. Like, the Higashikata's, like, they, because the Steel Ball Run happened, they are what they are. And the rock disease exists because of what Johnny did. Yeah. Like, he he tried to get around equivalent exchange. And mm -hmm. he, he did for a cost. Yep. <sighs> so I I'm, just, I'm, go ahead, sorry. I just feel empty. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm putting a lot of stock in these next couple chapters, whatever the epilogue or ending is going to be, is going to do something to wrap any of this up because I'm just kind of at a loss of uh, what the point of all of this was. Speculating is no longer fun. No, because all the speculation ended up being just bullshit. <laughs> like... And Araki just looked at all the speculation and look and like <laughs> other writers use subtlety. <laughs> Those writers are cowards. Yeah. Uh, and like Kato coming back just to die. And K like, coming back just to die. Like But like K coming back just to die could have worked because like you know, the further the calamity thing. But Kato like like, even, like, like again, I'm going to complain about this panel of Kato seeing the family portrait with Josuke in it. Like, where's the character development that we could have seen there? Yeah, um, and I'm, I'm looking at chapter 83. Uh, this picture here is just, like, a copy of the Higashikata family picture from that chapter. Right. I, I feel like Kato, like... There, I feel like there was, like, an entire arc that could have been written about what the hell Kato was doing and her character development. And she just comes back here, seemingly a completely different person. Like... Yeah, she's got... 
her motivations were set up like so quickly like wants to protect her family wants to protect Joven, loves Joven, hates norsuke yeah um okay so here's here's another thing that this flash forward did a disservice uh norsuke is like has his arm cut off in this body bag like he's yeah. like his his arm is separated from his body um how how do we get there because in this like sarugi is completely healed like the kids are acting like nothing's wrong because they're just joking around with each other um joshu has both arms okay like this there has to be something that explains this i i I still want to believe i I really really don't want to think this is paper moon king chicanery but like what other explanation because i don't want to just come to the conclusion that unfortunately jajolian just ended up being bad because that's very possible but i'm not ready to say that yet until it's officially over no you have to take a look at the whole body of work like I mean, that doesn't There's... take away from the journey, obviously. Much of Jajolian was very good, oh. if very inconsistent. Um, yeah, I'd say, like, a good 75% of, maybe 80% of Jajolian chapters are, like, pretty, pretty good. Right. So I'm not ready to just accept that the ending of this 10-year-long serialized manga just sucks just yet. <laughs> Again, no. I'm not going to write that off. It's definitely possible, but I think I'm willing to hold on just a little bit longer to see what happens next because, yeah, th- that flash forward. We've come so far. Either that flash forward gets explained, or it will go down as the thing that ruined <laughs> Jajolian. <laughs> yeah, because like I'm looking at chapter dates now, like when certain chapters came out, mm-hmm. um, like the the volume with chapter eighty three. Uh, chapter 83 was the first chapter in volume 21 which came out in 2019 um and now it's like endless calamity literally endless calamity is the next uh three four volumes yeah so like it and it's not like they took it out either like araki in 2019 like looked at that chapter and was like yes this is a chapter I want to be in the volumes because, like, the option. What, like, do you know that there's a lost chapter of Berserk? Yeah. Okay. It's like a chapter that uh, Miura-san like did not want to be out there because he thought it like did not like um, gave too much of the plot away and didn't really fit with the overall story arc. Um, Araki could have done that with chapter eighty-three with this flash forward. He didn't because, like, if you just pulled that out. It really wouldn't change too, too much. No, unless, unless next chapter reveals that, like, the last two years of Jajolian have been caught up in PMK nonsense. Ooh. Which would not solve anything. That's That's, not a good twist. Right, that's a horrible twist. Like, but that's the only way I can rationalize what happened. But I don't like that excuse. It makes me mad. <laughs> no, like, having two years of effort, like, obviated for, like, a cute twist. No, that's not that's not fun. But, like, it's not over till it's over. Right, I, this just, chapter... I just desperately want this all to have meant something more than anything. Yeah. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. And I just desperately, desperately want this to all have meant something. And I... Yeah. Like I said at the top of the episode, I don't want to, like, shit on Iraqi because he's obviously proven that he is capable of a lot better than this. And mm-hmm. I just want to believe, because I feel very strongly that he is going to retire after this. So I would hate for Joge to go out like this, you know? Yeah. There, and here, here's real quick the um, the the biggest what if, like galaxy brain take <laughs> so next chapter comes around has some stuff in it ending line <laughs> Jajillion part one end <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> but, like fuck oh 
no, Jack. Don't will that into existence, dude. No, I only have that on the brain because that's what, like, Chainsaw Man did. Like, yeah. they had the, the 100 chapters and it was like, part one, end. It's like, no, you do not need Jajolian, like, 10-2 fucking... No, if part nine is a thing, which I highly doubt it will be, we need no. to move on from all of these people. Like, this needs to just be put to rest at this point. Yeah, go out to pasture, Araki, write uh, Rohan one-shots for the rest of your life and retire yeah. into, into the woods. You can do the Rohan one-shots. It's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, are fantastic keep, at writing your a short story. your favorite character. Just keep doing weird Twilight Zone episodes with that fucking freak Rohan, mm -hmm. and that's perfectly fine. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, I just... Uh, We're at a loss. Yeah, I, I, it's not fun dumping on this like this, but mm -mm. I guess I still want to believe that however the actual ending goes will wrap some at least some of this stuff up because at this point dude i joked about like what about flashback man i don't really give a shit about flashback man anymore he doesn't matter he I, he was in chapter four where 10 years later I don't it was even give probably a shit about the bite marks or the walleyes none of that i mean at this mm -hmm. point i just want the themes resolved properly I, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to get fucking caught up in uh, uh, plot holes or whatever. I don't really get when it comes when it comes down to it. I don't really give a shit. I just want the themes resolved, you know? Yeah, I, I want the story like you're saying. I want the story to have meaning. I want the characters to have a resolution. Yeah. Like I want Mean Bean Man to have died for something. I want K to have died for something. Like, right. wherever, like... Because you can go on and on about, like, complaining about lore stuff that didn't get resolved. And, like, that's fun to bitch about, and it's fun to think mm -hmm. about. But at the end of the day, what actually matters in a story are themes and character arcs. At least, I think so. So... Yeah, like... And JoJo has always had the theme, like, it goes back to what Araki said, like... Because I was, I was reading the, the manga and theory book again, like, to kind of percolate in my head like what does this chapter mean and like going back to the book Araki like the thesis statement for Jojo is like humanity is great and can overcome any obstacle mm -hmm. and like that that theme is present here like this family has overcome this generations long curse um, the execution leaves something to be desired but like we need we need a like a point to these characters like, right, because getting rid of the curse, like, that was too easy. Yeah, he just shot, like, just, boo! Took the curse and flung it into Toru, and then Toru dies, and then Kato uh, gets to just fucking die without dealing with all the bad things that she did. Mm -hmm. And, like, is Kato just redeemed because she died before, like, any of her, like, crimes and sins or whatever could be reckoned with? like yeah that like one of her kids could confront her about killing a child and being like a, and being like a terrible mother <laughs> yeah because it, it, like yasuo's narration even says like you know hato still hasn't forgiven her for yeah. how she treated norsuke and about killing that kid like hato's just not just over it and i don't really think any of them are like they just want to believe that she's a good person because they're her, she's their mother and sarugi doesn't know any better yeah i i would and Jobin love was a terrible person and he got yeah. what was coming to him but he he had like a complex like a pretty good character right like he, jo he, i'm not he, he was a bad person but he had nuance to him you know yeah that, yeah that's i just wanted to get that in there because like yeah i i wish we had spent more time like with the Higashi, I would have rather a Higashikata family drama, uh, like chapters over fucking, fucking Shakedown Road and Malakro Man and Blue Hawaii and all this shit that just got away from the actual story. It was something that like was cool to Rocky at the time, but like felt disconnected. Like I'm thinking to the Do Re Mi Do Re Mi Do fight. And yeah. it's like, what was that about? That was just like... It was just getting... a way to introduce Mamazuka Rai, I guess. But like, why? <laughs> the the cast of Jajolian is too big by half. And did not have 
he never had a convenient excuse not to show them on screen like he did with uh, Aramis in part six. It's like, ah, she's in the hospital for a while. Yeah. Like, it, and like, what's when, up with fucking all of the rock people? <laughs> like, that they, never really amounted <laughs> to anything. They're just guys that, like, they they don't particularly like each other, but they came together to uh, make money. Yeah, but, like, I feel like that, the whole rock people thing was, like, a real out Swing there this. plot concept that just amounted to nothing. Like, I understand, I, I, at this point, I'm assuming that the rock humans were, like, some kind of homage to the Pillarmen. Like, yeah. has to be. And he wanted to have, he wanted to, like, remix elements of the stories he's told before. And it's like, oh, what if I made these people that are rocks, but they're not, like, super powerful. They're just, like, guys. What, what does that look like if you have a race of uh, semi-immortal beings in trying to function in human society? And that's cool. Yeah. Like, that's what I mean. It was, like, a real, a real high-concept plot detail, like, that had potential and especially with the explanation we got with the toru backstory like that is like big like galaxy brain shit oh yeah hornets the hornet yeah. chapter is woof all right well i, I want to get some dragon ball in but yeah. i'm hope i i will have more to say as more chapters come out but i think you get the point we can keep rambling on about this forever but uh, unfortunate unfortunate chapter uh we'll see yeah. what happens next I yeah, <laughs> I like Jojoin will still always have a special place in my heart as being the Jojo that was serialized while I was alive. Yeah, um, but we'll follow it through to the end and make our judgment then. Exactly. So, without further ado, let's uh, catch up back with all of our friends being murdered in the Dragon World by this oh, big bald yes. man. Yes. <laughs> Nappa is huge, and he hates everyone. Uh, Yamcha is dead. Tien is dead. Chaozu uh, is dead. Chaozu is dead. Krillin and Gohan and Piccolo are they're going to die. Yeah. So we're picking <clears throat> up with chapter 25. And Nappa Goku, just hurry. survived. Uh, Nappa just survived Chaozu's suicide bomb. Yeah. <clears throat> Impossible. Is he immortal? Uh, uh. Uh. This can't be happening. It's a nightmare. I can't believe that Ten Shinhan, all of them, one after another, dying. Goku, get here, please! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Vegeta. <clears throat> Goku, this isn't the first time they've... Wait. <laughs> another one down. Now it's your turn. Although I'll let that Nemec called Piccolo live more or less, so he can tell us more about the Dragon Balls. <laughs> Lucky you, Piccolo. They think you're the only one who knows about the Dragon Balls. It won't matter. They plan to kill us all anyway. But listen, I'm glad you're on our side, even if it's temporary. I never thought this would happen. How much confidence do you have that you'll win? None. I never dreamed there was such power. They far outstripped the Saiyan who came before. And I guess this is really it. <laughs> Cut, Cut to, to the... Kami's lookout. Yeah. What could he be doing? How could he not be here already? Hurry, Goku. You do not feel his presence? No. I only feel that I have a little time left. That death is very near. But it cannot be. That would mean... Piccolo is about to die cut to piccolo we have to fight him on the ground he's too accustomed to aerial combat wherever you want it'll be the same result uh dash to the ground nappa comes in like a meteor to these guys go on crying for his daddy <laughs> yeah no now oh there's a there's something happening here Nappa, wait! <laughs> Nappa freezes midair. <laughs> Which, great. I love that he has air brakes. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Vegeta? All I have to do is... Don't be in such a hurry, that's all. I want to ask them something. Like what? This 
Goku you keep mentioning is Kakarot, isn't it? Am I right? Yeah, so what? Well, well. Then he really did come back to life with the Dragon Balls, just as we heard. But, <laughs> Kakarot is your only hope. What good will he be if he wasn't even a match for Raditz? He should be different from before. No, he will be different. More powerful than ever before. Goku is a bad one to underestimate. <laughs> then where is he? Maybe he's not coming back because he's afraid. He'll come. Daddy will come back and he'll beat you guys up. <laughs> Such faith. Touching. All right, then. We'll wait until he comes. What? Vegeta, you're joking. He's never going to come. <laughs> Let's just finish him off now. We'll wait for three hours and no longer. Three hours? What am I supposed to do for three hours? I've been, I've been in suspended animation for too long. My body is hungry for action. To hell with waiting! Nappa, do what I say! Uh, uh, sorry, I got carried away. <laughs> Again, like, Nappa is this huge man, and he is terrified of this short stack bitch-ass motherfucker. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't know that Vegeta is Prince of the Saiyans, right? At yeah, this we don't point? know that just oh, Okay, yet. cool. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Three extra hours of life. Enjoy them. I'm sorry, but I got so scared. Away with you, then. We have no use for a coward. I was a fool to expect so much. Hey, come on. It's his first fight. The way the big one cowered, that must mean that the little one is even more powerful. It's hopeless. I still don't get it. Why do we want to wait for Kakarot? Because he's a traitor to all saints. A traitor deserves to see his son and friends die before his eyes. Deserves to feel how powerless he is, how much agony we can inflict. Until, after three or four hours, <laughs> he'll beg us to send him to hell. Ha! I should have had faith in you! That's if he shows up in three hours. You can have Kakarot, but let me do those three! Do whichever you want, but after we make the Namek talk about the Dragon Balls. <laughs> I hope he shows up. Damn, what's keeping him? Did he really even come back to life? Why don't we just run away? Why'd you stand here and die? Fool, they're planning to annihilate mankind anyway. Do you prefer to die running or standing? Urgh. Please, Goku, come quick and be more powerful than them, please! Cut back to Goku flying across Snake Way. Cut back to Kami. Where is he? Slowly, agonizingly, three hours crawl past. Chapter it's time. Oh. It seems we've been stood up. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> do this next 26. chapter. Let's go. Let's go, Goku. Three valuable hours. Wasted. But of course, the traitor would also be a coward. My daddy's not a coward! Then where is he? Why isn't he coming? Finally! It's pain time! <laughs> I'm just sorry Kakarot isn't here to see it! So it's time to die, huh? Feel like I'm a kamikaze, damn it! Without Goku, we have one last chance, although it's a long shot. Listen clearly, Krillin, was it? <laughs> Fucking yeah, come shut on. the fuck up, Piccolo. You know what his goddamn name is. <laughs> you draw his attention while I go for the Saiyan's only weakness, the tail. Oh, yeah. Once I have him powerless, then, Gohan, you strike with all you've got. Understand? Yeah. This time I won't run away. I promise. See that you don't. Consider Earth's fate to be in your hands. Wow, that's Piccolo, all right. Actually, I have hope. I think we can win. Be confident, Gohan. If you put your mind to it, your power surpasses mine. Oh. And Kami feels something. Yeah. It's Goku. He's close. Fetch him, my lord. Hurry. I see it. The end of the road. <laughs> end of Snake Way. Oh, yeah. King Kai's here. Unbelievable. Such speed. Uh, Goku! Kami! Take hold! Hurry! 
<laughs> uh, Lord Enma. The, that mortal actually returned from King Kai, the Lord of Worlds. The training went well. Now I'm off. You're our only hope. Good luck, Son Goku. Everyone, Gohan, please be alive. Oh, hey, Corrin. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, he, here he comes, although he looks awfully tired. Hello, Master Corrin. Here are the last two Senzu beans. Take them. Thanks. I needed those. March, We're counting march, march. on you. <laughs> I'll eat one now. All right. Power restored. Nimbus. It's oh, been a while. Shit. Come on. Yes. A huge energy cluster. That way. Back to Krillin. Okay. Here goes. Ugh. Eager for death, are you? They must have a plan. Draw his attention. And Krillin, Krillin does some uh, distracting energy blast, like tries to just get Nappa's attention on him while uh, Piccolo goes in from behind to grab Nappa's tail. Gohan! We did it! Fools! And uh, uh, Piccolo takes a really nasty elbow to the head. In the anime, this hit is so fucking brutal. Because, like, Piccolo is just, like, eyes bulging out of his head, like, shaking violently. Like, yeah, like, like he took an elbow drop from Napa. What's possible concussion you can have? That's what uh, Piccolo gets. <laughs> it cannot be. Hey, don't die yet. We still have to ask you about the Dragon Balls. <laughs> no, please, no. What fools do you take us for? Do you think we wouldn't protect against such a weakness? Oh my god, all right, let's do one more. Come on. Okay, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll, crack, we'll crack one more out. 27, let's go. Okay. The weakness of the Saiyans has always been their tails, but as Piccolo has just discovered, these two have overcome even that. He thought he'd already fought the greatest powers the cosmos had to offer, but now... <laughs> Disappointing. Not even the best on this planet can make it past the first blow. It, it, it's over. Well, if he's gonna take a nap, I guess I have to play with his little friends. Come on. You're Kakarot's son. You've got Saiyan blood in you, too. You can give me a real fight, can't you? Heh. <laughs> what a father you got. Leaving his little boy to die. Oh. Yeah. Punts go on like a football. No. Don't. And then Judo Chop into a cliff. Mm-hmm. Falls to the ground. Still alive. Hey, don't die yet. I want to play. <laughs> Gohan gets back up. There you go! Fight like a Saiyan! And die like one! You bastard! Krillin uh, gets him. <laughs> yeah, gets him in the chin. Couple chin shots. Throws Nappa. Uh, good for Krillin. Nappa's just way too big. <laughs> Vegeta's a little impressed. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. He can move, at least. Stand still and fight! Krillin charges up the Destructo disc. Yeah. Uh, Destructo disc! Uh, it It's just like a spinning buzzsaw of energy, right? Yep. Okay. Tosses at Nappa. <laughs> Parlor tricks! Nappa, duck! <laughs> Nappa ducks when Vegeta says it and realizes that it just sliced that mountain in half. <laughs> <laughs> He's not very smart. No, Nappa's dumb as shit. Use your head, idiot. Damn. You little dumb ball, you cut me! Uh-oh. I'm really gonna like this! There's a uh, big energy blast at Krillin. Just yeah. misses. Yeah, but it shreds Krillin's clothes. He took a hit. One more blow before Ooh. Piccolo nails Nappa in the back. Yeah, <laughs> and burn, burns his back, and the Nappa like can't reach. <laughs> he can't like scratch it. Meathead. Oh, perfect. It can't be. You're tougher than you look. <laughs> Having trouble, Nappa. Vegeta's <laughs> loving this. <laughs> the Earth doesn't go down easily. 
You stupid freak! Now you've made me mad. I took it easy on you because we wanted you to tell us where those Dragon Balls are, but now... <gasps> what? What do I feel? A tremendous power? Approaching from afar? Huh? I feel it too. It's huge, but it's familiar. Your tricks are getting tired. At last. It's him. Ooh. And on that note, we will leave that there. And we'll get through more Dragon Ball next time. We just took up too much time with our grievances today. Yeah, no, we, <laughs> like, it was an auspicious Jojolian chapter. Like, yeah, it'll happen. <laughs> but, uh, but next time, we'll see what happens when Goku shows up. And what happens in between the times it takes him to fly from, uh, from Kami's lookout to the battlefield. Oh, no. And more happens in that space of time than you might think. Oh, Christ. So, oh, fuck. <laughs> we are not out of the woods yet, ladies and gentlemen. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. It's Dragon Ball Z is... Hell of a palate cleanser after that, Joge. <laughs> yeah, quick. Like, everything has a very clear motivation. There is no subtlety. Mm -hmm. Bing, bang, boom. Um, yep. Nappa's an idiot and Vegeta's an asshole. <laughs> Perfect character arch archetypes. Yep. <laughs> so, on that note, thank you for joining us for another exciting episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. We will see you guys next time. And before we go, Jack can tell you where to find us. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at JoJo underscore cast. You can find links to the show there on our SoundCloud, where we got beautiful thumbnail artworks that rep clearly represent each episode and aren't just uh, visual noise uh, <laughs> you can find our RSS feed there, plug it into your podcast app of choice, uh, leave us a review uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts fucking Podcast Addict any of these, let us, know, let us know what you think we're gonna be here for a long time, thank you <laughs> thanks guys we'll see you next time, bye We'll be right